All right, welcome back to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. We are, uh, oh, Simo is barking in the background somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> Someone must have just rocked up to the house, but yeah. anyway, we'll continue forward. Um, so thanks to everyone that joined our first LinkedIn Live this morning. And um, if you're listening to this, uh, thanks for listening. But also um, we've just started a live Q&A um, on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern Australian Eastern Standard Time on LinkedIn. And we're also kind of doubling up and going live on uh, Instagram too on, from the Wordplay Studio uh, Instagram. But for anyone out there on LinkedIn... If you've got any questions around design, branding, business, you might be up against a challenge. You might have some sort of just general question around design or, you know, positioning, strategy, any of that sort of stuff. Hit us up on LinkedIn or join the lives. You can, uh, you can ask a question before the, the, uh, the live begins. So if you can't make it, just ask a question in the comments when we promote the event each week or just DM us either. We'll, we'll include it and we'll make sure we answer it during the sessions. Um, and if not, if you can make it during the live, come along and get involved. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah, it was week, week, uh, week, what it's, what it was today, the 10th of June. So, um, we'll be doing another one next week, but you might be listening to this after that anyway, but there'll be, a, there should be another one the week after that and so on. Well, every, every Friday we're going to do it, right? That's from right. Now on. Yep. So yeah, if you, um, and that's just like about us opening up our studio for, uh, community and and you know sharing some of the knowledge that we've gained over the last however like seven years our plus lives. like our lives <laughs> to you know just to kind of add value to other people's businesses and and transformation and projects and whatever you might be working on and yeah just throw us a question and you know uh what is it to add someone's experience to your experience to create a new experience is possibly valuable <laughs> so we might be able to add some value to uh uh, to whatever you're working on and especially from like a brand brand perspective oh, and or just any yeah business in general because um, obviously you might have gathered from the way we kind of approach branding and, and business you might have gathered it a little bit from this podcast but um you know we look at everything very holistically so and the the questions that get uh, asked in the q a is like we don't just give like a short kind of brief answer like we we will, uh, and if you're live too, we'll ask more questions that you can respond to, like what's happening this morning. That was, was a bit good, of, wasn't it? A bit of back and forth, yeah. So we could really get to understand exactly what the question really is and kind of can probe a little bit deeper, which is sort of, you know, um, to actually give you the real value because it's easy to paint a broad brushstroke and say, oh, yeah, do this or do that. But um, when you're when there's a little bit more context and we can kind of have that time and space to kind of d- delve into things a little bit, then we can really get a bit deeper and go, all right, like let's let's um let's uncover some things here. So, yep, every Friday 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, and if you're overseas, no worries. Or if that time doesn't work for you, just DM us on any platform. We'll we'll see it. I think it's good to make the comment on uh, the event though. Like on like, the LinkedIn yeah, on the event, event yeah, because we yeah. did miss those ones that were on Instagram today. And uh, Aiden and Laura, we, ne- we, we will get week. we will get back to you on those questions that you had, and we're sorry that we missed those. But next week we will we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there, and maybe we'll add, even add a little bit of extra value because we might like do a little bit of did a little bit of research and, and and give you the best answer that we can on on those questions. So yeah, but it's all totally free. Just rock up, informal, no worries, and. Um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go for it and give it, give it what we got in that time frame. So, um, you know, no half arsenal. It's up there. It's out, out of shot, I think. <laughs> out of shot. Exciting. So, um, so to segue into today's episode or this week's episode where um, we are excited to talk about another wordplay value, which has been very important to us um, along our journey and just in, in along, you know, basically it's like a big philosophy of ours, which kind of works in... Um, conjunction with some other ones you know because we've spoken in past episodes around like you know self-love and giving too much and not getting you know giving giving your power away too much and, and over investing in things but at the same time we have this this value and this this principle we live by which is mm. give more than you take probably need to give these a little bit of a clean too by the way they got a bit of Bit of, bit of shack funk on they've moved around a little bit and um, yeah, so we're going to talk about this value, this wordplay value, give more than you take. And you can see from the glyph that uh, Rick's drew on, on these, excuse me, is that it's the earth, the, the circular earth with the thumbs up. The circular earth, yes. <laughs> the spheric earth with the thumbs up. And this is all about, um, yeah, well, it says it all, like give more than you take. And that's something that we really believe in with, with projects, um, with life in general. If you're not giving back enough than what you're taking, there's a fundamental imbalance that happens and that has ripple effects uh, throughout a lot of different aspects of business mm. and life. Um, so, Rix, what are your thoughts on... I'm gonna kick it off. And firstly, more. spherical Earth, not circular Earth, because yes. both versions. Are yeah, it's spherical, spherical, yes. spherical, spherical. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the circle version. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, give more than you take. I think this is an interesting one. I think I think you do also need to be careful with this one as well. Like in a sense, like you know, because be we also. I think we also have a tendency to like give uh, too much. Uh, that's just part of our nature. Like we do give a lot um, of our time and our energy and we kind of do overinvest in a lot of projects and, and you know, kind of sometimes it is to our own detriment, but I think we're doing better at finding balance in that way. I think like give more than you take is really about, you know, leaving things better than you found them and kind of, you know, not not being in a position where you're trying to get something out of something or, like, you know, you, you're going into a place and you're wanting to just, like, you know, take something. It's like you're going somewhere to contribute or you're, you're contributing your gifts or your knowledge or you're, um, you're trying to leave something in a, in a better state than you, than you found it. Uh, or, like, you're, you're re, it's, a, it's a regenerative mindset rather than, like, you know, extractive in a way. It's like I'm I'm contributing to this thing because for the betterment of all, for the betterment of myself, you know, because in, in doing that, in giving, it's like it's creating a better environment which, you know, your, your environment impacts you and you are then impacting your environment. So you're contributing to the loop almost of, of regenerating and, and, uh, and yeah, and, and trying to make something a bit more, um, I don't even know, like, uh, 
Yeah, you just you just you're just giving love to something and 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 giving giving something without the expectation of giving something back. But yeah. within doing that, within the energy of doing that, you know that is also going to come back to you in some way. Not that you're expecting it to, um, but it's just around environment and sharing and and and. Uh, you know that energy might get passed on to somebody else or something else or whatever, but it's all impacting the the, the system and in, in the world in which you live. Yeah, it's kind of like reciprocity in a way. What you're saying in terms of you're you're genuinely forming a um, respectful connection to something where you're giving you know your attention or your care to something um, with no expectation of what's coming back, um, but in that kind of law of um, reciprocity that's how it works exactly like you're saying it's like you know you, with the no expectation that actually regenerates whether it's you or someone else or some other living mm. entity or being in that in that uh, reciprocal sort of um energy circle or cycle there um that, that, yeah. that carries on and and that's it it's like leaving things better than you found them like if we as a collective as humanity uh, left like imagine living your whole life every moment of your day l- like that like like leaving things better than you found them that's that's difficult to achieve um, but that's really the, the you know a core sort of um, I guess lens to look through a solution in terms of degenerate like how, how to reverse degeneration well de- degeneration is taking things and leaving them worse than you found them (laughs) yeah and like we live in a world of degeneration whether it's like the planet even our own bodies you know like i've been um looking at this functional patterns uh stuff that nadia aguilar has been uh founded and it's so interesting and and you know it's just the same thing it's like you're, you're always making you're constantly making decisions that uh, are taking away from another dis- like potential opportunity or a potential thing. It's like every decision you make is having an impact on something. So like you know like right mm-hmm. now and now he's probably not. I know he definitely would not be into us. Like we always talk about this. Yeah, drinking <laughs> drinking, drinking beer. beer. I do <laughs> like to have a beer. I may, I'm making I'm making some some changes and 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 definitely uh, investing more in my in my um, you know sorting out some of my dysfunctions. And it's it is a bit it, it is a process, but. The environment in which we live creates, you know, it does create dysfunction because we're not really living like human beings in our in our natural environment. So it does impact our health, it impacts our bodies, it impacts our minds. Um, and so, you know, there is a process of us unraveling that and looking at those dysfunctions and and uh, making decisions to to right those otherwise you know we're continuing continuing more into into dysfunction uh you know and 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 i saw a post from troy casey today it's like your issues are in your tissues and that's so true it's like you know you're 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 holding those uh those traumas and those things and those dysfunctions in your that in your body and like and if you keep taking from yourself even in terms of like continuing to to do patterns or exercises or do things that might you know solidify those dysfunctions even further you're you're taking from yourself so it's like a, a balance within yourself as well mm. shout out to Trey Casey we'd love to have you on the podcast yeah something. you psycho Chicken from <laughs> cyberspace. <laughs> <laughs> he was a VCon. I know, I saw that. Oh, he's a, he's, I love Troy Casey. Us, Troy Casey. Us, yes, us, Troy Casey. <laughs> crazy cyber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> love you, mate. So, um, anyway, that's, that's, um, going back to the topic. Um, yeah, it's like, 
and and this reciprocal this idea of reciprocation and, and reciprocity is like so you know a lot of indigenous cultures or i think all of indigenous cultures to a degree um had this as like a part of law is, is like you know having that relationship and, and honoring what you've got and um yeah and having a real relation to that and and, and usually that's based around mother nature herself you know plants the earth the skies the waters all these things it's like without having a real connection with these things you do just kind of like live in a very um uh degenerative state or or a a state where you don't really have care for these things disconnected yeah and you just take things for granted you're disconnected you just waste things you throw things away when when really it's like flipping that around in, in a in a kind of in a give more than you take sort of lens or this reciprocal lens is that you're actually honoring these things that actually keep us alive and and work on evolving your relationship with them over time so that they actually um you know continue to thrive themselves because they're the things that allow us to thrive and we've spoken about that a lot anyway in these podcasts but it's like that's that's the uh, the irony of it in a way is that the um Nature's abundant and the earth is abil- uh, can infinitely regenerate if we allow it. Mm. Um, you know, there's finite uh, resources here anyway, um, whether we're destroying them and changing forms of them or we're allowing them to keep doing their natural cycles. It's like, you know, just having this understanding that we can actually live in, in, in harmony, but it, re- but it requires some responsibility from our end or the, the person taking to be able to put back and and, mm. and acknowledge that that it's a give and take situation, not just a take take uh, relationship. Well, yeah, it's interesting. Like I, that just reminds me. I was listening to one of the um, Ayla talks, like uh, Michelle Maloney, who who runs Australian Earth Laws Alliance, and she works a lot with um, uh, Auntie Mary Graham, who's a uh, First Nations elder here in Australia. Um, I can't remember. Uh, what nation she's from or what people she's from. So I do apologize, Mary, for not remembering remembering that. But um, I really found that she, when, when they were speaking about uh, connection to country and and they were talking about the First Nations view of, of connection to country and, and all like the, the way that they lived and it wasn't a re- it was a relationalist view. So it was like, you know, they didn't worship nature. Nature wasn't like something that they worshipped, like a god or whatever. It was it was an autonomous entity. It's like its own entity that you respect as a, as another being. And it was more around relating. So how do I relate in this environment? How do we relate to each other? Um, and and it was like whereas a western like you know mind is more yeah. around like how do we control. like it, it's more around survivalist so it's like how do i take this environment and turn it into something that's going to benefit me or how do i extract from this environment what i need rather than like developing a relationship with that environment and it's such a different way of, th- of thinking about things and there's actually like a two-way relationship there it's like it's not just you know I'm here and I'm a human being and I'm just going to take, take, take and and just, you know, take what I need. It's like, well, what does the land need? You know, how can I give back to the land and how how can we live in relation to one another in a in a harmonious connection? And it, and that's really kind of where I feel like we've been disconnected from and it's something that if we don't get back there sooner rather than later, it's gonna it's gonna cause a lot of a lot, like we're gonna be doomed basically. Um, yeah, well, that 
it's it's funny like in a way because that sounds really deep in 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 the context of the world you know it's like whoa like but that's the reality of like where how, how like for that to sound deep that would be so normal in in a lot of cultures like to to understand this and and have that sort of embedded in your education as a young child yeah. and and um you know it's like where we are programmed in a way to totally just not understand any like relationships like you don't really even hear, hear the term relationship through the education Rela- system rela- relationless well that was interesting too that we picked, we picked up this book today even like look at that like because the relationalist like see this and ambigram is like wordplay one way and then the other way and it's got the yin and yang on the corner there this is a random book we just found at the vinnies i just saw it propped up there on the from outside the window i'm like what is that but yeah it's like this it's this mirror, mirroring, and, and Mary Graham was saying that, like, the, the First Nations people actually had a really good relationship with the Chinese because they had almost, like, this similar way of seeing the world because of their philosophy. And I can't remember the exact detail of it, but, like, the yin and yang, you know, like, within, like, the relationship between the good and the bad and a little bit of good. Within the good, there's the bad, and then within the bad, then there's good, and then and there's, like, the relationship between the two mm. and the yin and the yang and the male and the female energies and you know, how that relates to caring for country and and how they actually had had this kind of, like, good relationship with the Chinese mm. here in Australia because they had this, yeah, like, they had That's this common common ground. Yeah, well, I guess in the regenerative model or understanding of how things work, and it really is a, a law of, of nature and, and earth, is that life creates death and death creates life. Like, you look at plants... Or even us, you know, we, we, we grow, we thrive, we die, we turn back to soil, our body decomposes into what we call death or whatever, decaying stuff, but then life takes that over again and turns it into yeah, the fun new, guys. new life. It's <laughs> the fungi, the, uh, the, um, the mycelium. The mycelium, yes. And, the, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's a big shift. To, like, And it's so interesting as well because, like, you, you think about death as, like, this, like, forbidden thing almost like to talk about and this thing to be afraid of but actually life is death and death is life and it's like this crazy uh, constant um, spiral of birth and rebirth i saw this really funny meme the other day and it was like it was like these two like twins in like a womb and it was like one of them was saying to the other one it's like do you believe in life after after birth and the other one's like (laughs) That's it's so funny. true. Well, that's it, isn't it? And it's like, there's a, you know, but that, yeah, it's like. Constant. And that's the thing. It's like finite things on earth. Like earth is finite. Well, might not be, but, you know, things could be coming here from outer space and whatever. But it's like, in terms of just the way the cycle works, it's like, there's only what is in earth here all the time. The water, the earth, the minerals, whatever. They don't necessarily disappear. They might change form, you know, through science. people, and, you know. But the earth, but like yeah. we got created by the earth, and then we die, and then did we, we though? Back. Did we though? We don't know. Well, we don't know. I'm just saying, as a gen, maybe you know, parts of us. Yeah, like I'm talking about, like without thinking about all the crazy potential whoa, of whoa, what happens outside whoa. of here, different dimensions. Who, who bloody knows? Who, but, who knows? But if in we, terms of yeah. if when we die, our bodies are gonna either get, you know, if you don't get cremated, you get, you're gonna just turn back to soil essentially. Humus. Um, 
Humus, exactly. Talk about that, Tom. Well, I think we spoke about that in another episode. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's relevant now. I think we should talk about it again. (laughs) Super relevant, but that's exactly it. The word humus. Humus is the thick organic matter, the goo, that really rich um, soil that's very alive. It's got all its... Humic acid, fulvic acid, or humic acid. It's very rich of everything. It's good for your biome. I guess humic acid, you might want to look that up. Your butt biome. Imagine that. Yeah, yes, the butt biome. Um, but <laughs> humic acid probably comes from the word, the same word, maybe. Yeah, humic acid's yeah. from humus. Yeah, right. It's soil. So, yeah, it's from it's the soil. Just, uh, yeah, soil. It's so depleted from the soil that we eat chilligit here to eat the mineral, um, yeah. fulvic acid, humic acid. Yeah. You need it for your biome. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. But the word human comes from the word humus, which is means of the earth, and and of the earth being humus is the soil or the really rich soil, and that's like when you think of it like that, you know, like when you die your soul carries on or whatever is not physical passes through into it, some other sort of form. Um, but your body is the thing that stays and decays and, but it doesn't really decay. It actually feeds more growth and energy. more life, more life. Exactly. And it's like, that's, well, it's not really giving more than you take, but in terms of the regenerative model, it's that that's how it works. It's like mm. you give to create more life. You give to create, you Things die and they rebirth and they keep growing and that's the that's the cycle. But if you try and fuck with that cycle and cut it off and go, well, okay. they are trying to actually. They are. Well, I, yes. I remember that. Well, <laughs> I've seen a video going around. I know we talk about the, the pesticides, the, the, herbicides. Well, they the are. Shit, yeah, you know? but but we also talked about the World Economic Forum last uh, episode and and uh, you know we did. There's this guy, the guy that that consults to, to Schwabzi Harari. I think his name is. I'm pretty sure. But he was saying how Earth's Earth has generated its own, like it is evolved on its own, you know, it's modifying, it's designing itself, and he's saying like, you know, this is now the end of that, now we're controlling the the, the, <laughs> the design basically that we are that we are uh, it's to now take we are we are modifying oh the like I don't know the exact words that he used, but basically, in a, in a nutshell, he's talking about like Hijacking now we are processes. now we are design now everything's by design. Where it's always by design because nature's the best design, the ultimate designer. The ultimate designer but but now they are they the are by, it's by design by by them basically. So it's hijacked. Hijacked, yeah. Essentially, which is just exactly the opposite. Like that is that's taking, that is not taking. giving. You're taking the. Uh, the natural life away from something that is innately natural as nature, nature will is. find a way so, around it though that's just the thing nature yeah. will find a way oh, you cannot well, be nature nature be will nature. nature will find a way i'm done twice as hard too if you want to fuck with nature you know you'll find out pretty quick that you shouldn't have done it um but you know if that's what you believe and you you, you know you're almost like worshiping that kind of mentality jeez Go for it, but yeah. know what you're getting yourself into. But it's, uh, you know, giving more than you take, though, on the opposite end of the spectrum, then you can actually create a world that is going to benefit the future generations. You know, like if we're, if we're just take, take, take and, you know, and you're having a child or you're, raising, like you're thinking of having a family or your family, you know, your kids, like their families, what's going to be left? Just think about that too. You That's know? I just thought of something like the survivalist mentality. It's like living for today. It's like, how am I going to survive? I'm in a survival mode. I'm like, you know, I'm going to just take, 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 scarcity, scarcity. scarcity. I don't give a fuck about what's happening here in like 100 years or 200 years or 300 years. I'm just going to take what I need now. 
I'm going to have the best life I can. I'm going to, you know, take resources, as many resources as I can get to get where I need to go. And I'm not worried about that because I'll be gone. Which is just That is like, a survivalist yeah. mode and that's where that leads, like extraction, extractive. You know, it's not it's not it's not helping it's not the situation. It's not regenerative. It's not regenerative. It's Whereas if you're if you're looking at the world as like how do I relate to place? How do I relate and listen to this place where I live? How do I respect and build a relationship, what a two-way my, relationship? Yeah. There's so much here. There's so much abundance here. How do I connect in and, and add to that abundance and how can we share this together? It's like, and, and what can I give back to this environment for giving me a home, for giving me place and, and leave it in a better better state and how can I teach that to the next generations? It's like... Yeah, like what, what will yeah. my children's 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 think about the decisions I'm making right now? And that's like... The reality is that's kind of a delay in the in the impact too. It's like the decisions you make now, you might not really live with them, but the future generations are the ones that have to have to deal with the shit. And like, you know, that's what we're dealing with now in in you know the past or whatever. But it's like it goes if you're zooming out and looking at things in a hundred year blocks and like the decisions you're even longer. You know, 100 years is really nothing in the nothing, scheme of things. Nothing, It's a lifetime. But every single decision we we make every moment of the day has a long term effect really long term way but way longer than we can imagine um or unless you even take like a piece of to- plastic or something you know like you use a piece of plastic it's like hundreds of years those face masks that everyone's bloody wearing the the the, the masks ones, for, yeah. for you know single use ones or whatever you call them they yeah. take 400 years to break down apparently one of those masks okay well, it's not going away anytime <laughs> soon then all these well masks, 400 years it's they're going to come up with something new aren't they but but anyway and i don't know if we can use the c word i think we've got to be careful with that with oh, youtube yes. and everything but um with nah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just teasing. But we do, we, we do. We'll um, we come up with one of those automated truthers. Like, no, do you no, truth. More truth. information about blah blah blah. <laughs> You're like oh. fact check. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it takes like you know. So you, you're getting it. You're getting a flight. You got your disposable mask on. That flight that you took in, you know, two thousand twenty twenty two is going to be around for, you know, two two thousand four hundred and twenty two. Yeah. Crazy. Unless we learn how, unless there's some miracle in, invention, but that's the thing. It's like, then we have to keep innovating on all these problems we're creating rather than going, okay, how do we, it's like reverse innovation in a way. Like, cause sure we can create heaps of plastic and then maybe in the future we'll innovate and come up with this way to recycle all this plastic. But where did the plastic come from in the first place? Was it actually necessary? Well, it comes from petroleum production. Exactly. So it's like, okay. It's a, it's a byproduct of when you make fuel. Fuel, yeah you get plastic so you know so then they got to make a product it's actually kind of upcycled in a way then we should be using a lot of plastic <laughs> i think that, plastic is actually a really good medium like it's a oh, good product super durable waterproof. but i think we use it we use it in a messed up way yeah yeah you know and um you know we've got one of our famous objects in the... Uh, you can't see it, though. You can't see but it. But we're really rich. We have this Patagonia um, frisbee. <laughs> That's worth... <laughs> Supposedly we're worth like 500 bucks on, on eBay. Yeah, what ha- what's the like deal that? with that frisbee? But anyway, it's made of recycled plastic, which is It's like is a great. vintage. It's a collector's item or something. Something like that. They love it in Japan. 
um, Patagonia. Oh, because it's got the tsunami on it. Well, you, well, you can't see it. Patagonia in general, general, that's where you find a lot of the vintage, like there's this whole vintage scene of Patagonia stuff, all the, like the old 80s, like It's cool. It's made of shit. recycled plastic, just if you can't see yeah, it. Yes, so it's a full weighted regular. With a tsunami it's a, it's wave. A, it's a, 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 what do you call it? Like a, a, a standardized Frisbee, like the right weight for competition or whatever. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a proper Frisbee. Oh, it's like, it's like it's Olympic. Like, it's like the right one. It's like a real Frisbee. Wow. It's not just like a, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a real Frisbee. And it's made of recycled plastic, which is great. Um, so Patagonia understands this a lot because they do a lot of work um, giving more so than taking because, like, basically everything they do, they, they des- their design process involves that sort of um, philosophy in the sense that all the stuff that's been taken, they use it to give life to something else, you know, like the recycling duck down to make like from all the pillows and stuff in the past. They, sleeping bags they, they, and things yeah, like that. they turn it back into um, duck down jackets, which is like, of course, why would you like make more feathers when there's so many like disposable feathers everywhere? Yeah. Um, they made the cinchilla fleece, you know, upcycling um, uh, plastic into a fleece. Yeah. And if a lot of the world was doing that sort of stuff, and like a lot of people cr- criticize Patagonia too, we're not – we don't work for Patagonia, but we do. We do admire a lot of their their attributes and the, the founding story and everything's really interesting. But um, you know, like if them. a lot of yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I like it, the I like the ethos of the company yeah. and the culture and yeah, you know. and, that, and their whole culture is and and that's the thing. The whole trip with Patagonia is that they're one of the most profitable bloody companies in the planet, um, and they've managed to do that by creating as less harm as possible from in their production system and, and, and basically challenging the status quo. Well, it was that. always like that, wasn't it, from the beginning? They were challenging, you know, they, they only got into business because they were trying to solve a problem around um, patons. Ru- ruining it was the a patons. They used face. to bash in the patons to the to the rock face yeah, rock and they it. innovated the, the, the patong because they said, well, well, the, the idea was... Kept chipping the rock face. Why are we chipping the rock face? Why are we messing with the nature? We need to make something that, that we can leave this place... Less... Yeah, as less we found it, as we found it, and then they innovated on that, and then they created that, that innovated on that tool, and then that's how the company came to be, isn't it? Yes, it was called um, Chinard... Blacksmith, re- oh no, me- oh. oh, what's it called? Metalworks, Anyways, something like that. Check out the book, everyone. It's a super amazing book. Uh, well, they've got a few. What's books, that? Is that a, let my people go let surfing? Let my people go surfing explains the whole philosophy from marketing to HR to manufacturing and everything of Patagonia. But they're they're definitely a company that's really just like honed in on this whole sort of thing we're talking about, which we we strongly believe in too. Is is that's it? It's like if we're not thinking, and they think in a they they talk about thinking in a hundred years. Play, yeah, well, every decision they make, they think of a hundred years. Playing centuries, playing centuries, and that's the other thing. That's the trap that we're in, because the system that we're in doesn't allow us to play in centuries at all. It's like when you think about the political system and elections, it's like four-year blocks. Like Like how is anyone supposed to implement a long-term plan and strategy or do anything meaningful in four years? And it's like a lot of that time, like, you know, you think about the next election, it's like campaigning, doing all of these things to make sure that they get elected again. It's like we're just thinking like such a small blip of time when it's like what are we doing like this is this is just it's it's actually 
insanity. It's like, like we need to, we need to be thinking longer term. We need to be planning long-term strategy and, and, uh, well, you know, strategy, but we do need strategy to, to rejuvenate the earth. That's definitely, that's definitely true. We do need to, uh, you know, regenerate ourselves, you know, so that we can be the best versions of ourselves possible. And, you know, contribute to this to this earth that we can uh you know bring up to and and regenerate and and take care of in the best way that we that we can but we can't do that when we're just thinking you know in four-year cycles because it's just it's just not gonna it's not gonna happen and this whole sustainable um chat you know like and sustainable is cool like but sustainable doesn't mean that um the difference between regeneration and sustainability is that you can sustain yourself in a crisis. You can create, you can sustain a crisis if you want to sustain a crisis. Sustainable doesn't mean it's a positive outcome. It just means making more of the same situation. But regeneration, sustain, yeah, sustaining. Regeneration is bringing more life to something and enabling more growth and more life. Sustaining, like there's all these sustainability plans and all this stuff. It's like that's great, but if you look at what we're really sustaining, if the Earth's in a state of depletion and we're, and we're talking sustaining about sustainability, it. that's actually not doing shit. It's almost like you're wanting people to sustain a position of like in need or, or like, like or lack of abundance. Yeah, and you and you when you really you, you want, want to create you want regeneration, you want abundance, you want to build an environment that is producing more and 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 has the the sustenance within itself and maybe that comes from sustain as well sustenance sustain but like you want to give back to something so that it can be in in the best in the best position that it it's in to give back to for it to create it's a cycle it's a loop it's a relationship yeah. and you and you were saying like if you're in a if you're ill Sustaining is not going to help. Are you going to want to sustain your illness? Are you going to want to sustain your illness so that you're just on borderline of not dying? <laughs> or do you want to regenerate and cure yourself and, and be healthy and, and, and you know, solve the, solve the problem? And nature naturally does this. Like this is it how nature, work. nature works. Nature is cyclical. And um, or even not even cyclical in terms. It of wants to circle. live. It, it wants goes, to live. It wants it, to live. It's regenerative. It it, it spirals outwards, and um, the more we mess with the those cycles, the more that the degeneration keeps occurring. Like you know, if you if you let a if you grow a plant and it dies and you stick it on concrete, you know I don't know. It might be a bad example, but like. It's not going to, you know, but if you chuck it out in a garden, it's going to rot and it's going to turn and bugs are going to eat it. It's going to, it's going to generate Maybe it'll drop some seeds and then more of them will grow. But if you take something out of its natural environment and then it dies, you can't, and you're leaving it in this sterile environment where it doesn't actually have the opportunity to continue its life in a new form. Um, It's, yeah, we're kind of like... um, Breaking the system, breaking the we natural do. cycle. We're doing that, it to ourselves. That has flow on, massive flow on effects. You've done it to yourself. Like, like I, like through this functional pattern stuff. Like, I've been training with an FP coach, like the last couple of months, and I've got a long way to go. I've got a lot of, a lot of issues I need to sort out, um, and I'm going back to basics. But it was very, very interesting, you know, because that that whole method, it's really about systems. It's about systems, not symptoms, and. When I went for my first session, the co- the coach um, Michael Ripacoy, he's up in the Gold Coast here. He said, uh, he said, 
You know, when you when you take something out of an environment like a uh, a, a killer whale, for example, if you put a killer whale in a sea world or something like that, what happens to its dorsal fin? It actually sure. it folds over. It folds over, and why does that happen? Because it's not in its natural environment. It's not hunting. It's so the the fascia, the actual fascia, the tensegrity of that animal starts to, you know, degenerate. Yeah. And it's the same with people. You know, we're not in an environment supposed to be in an environment where we're uh, sitting in a in a chair all day, or even like, or fine. even at a standing desk if you don't know how to stand properly. Most people don't even know how to stand properly. Uh, you know, but meanwhile they're going to the gym after work and lift, doing deadlifts, but you can't even stand or walk properly. So you're just furthering the degeneration. And it's like, you know, when you're when you're not in the when you're and when we're actively destroying our environment, where are we going to go back to to heal ourselves when when we've got when we've completely fucked it up? There's going to be nowhere to go. So it's like our own health and our own well being is actually. Uh, it the the environment is the way out. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's like we and just going back to we've mentioned this many times. Like we are the environment. So if we're ex- destroying the environment, we're destroying our ability to be ourselves and our ability to return back to ourselves. If if we choose to go back to to we nature to. and our environment, we need to. Yes, we well we need to. That's definitely a a um a, a crying call from you know, whatever you believe about what's going on right now, but whatever it is on on whatever lens you look to it, what's going on on earth right now is crazy. It needs to change. It's the the best game ever. It's the best school (laughs) ever, this game. And uh, if we don't work out the game and realize and learn this lesson, then we're going to be coming back. And the next, the next time is not going to be as easy as this. <laughs> anyway, on, on on that note, I think uh, I think maybe we uh, we got a bit fired up in that one. That was good. <laughs> um, got my mother's line here too. Oh yes, yes. Well, um, well, I hope that uh, covered a little bit of ground. You know, we kind of stick it to stick it to 30 minutes, 40 minutes on these podcasts, give it a good go. And we'll be back again for another episode next week. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we will be back on LinkedIn live on Fridays, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. The Oprah's get on it. Oprah's come on. It's, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're just, um, you're working Get on LinkedIn. Yeah. 9am networking, networking. Yeah. Get there. (laughs) <laughs> but honestly, if you've got a question if, and if you want to look at the re- um, responses we gave this morning, they're pretty in-depth and, and that's that's how we do it. We don't know. The video kept freezing though. It's LinkedIn wigs out a little yeah, bit. LinkedIn's it's a bit buggy. Yeah, it's a bit buggy at the moment. But, um, but Gatesy yeah, loves a bug. We're going to give it, if you ask the question, we're going to give it, give it an answer. We're not just going to go. Yes, nice question. No, we'll give it a nudge. Left, right, center, whatever. We're we'll going to we're going to go. Okay, let's 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 really break this thing down and understand like what it is because and and rick's brought up a good point in um in i don't know when it was today in one of our meetings or recordings or something was that we're just sharing with you this shit that we've learned ourselves and um you know as brand designers but also as people running a business and marketing ourselves and learning how to actually 
let go of all the fucking shit that holds you back and the fears and the whatever because a lot of people are like oh what should I do and a lot of the, the things are just like well let's just drop the fear and let's go for it and let's put ourselves out there and just go LFG go ham on this thing you know um, <laughs> and just be yourself like because that's the thing it's like there's it's just like being yourself like which is well, hard. We're, we're not we're not saying that oh. we've got it all worked out in no that shit, sense no. look we know a lot of shit about brand and design and systems and and all that stuff like we do know we do we do have expertise we've been we have experience we have experience and we have been dedicated to making sure that we know our shit in that area and we're really passionate about it but in terms of like the marketing stuff and like putting ourselves out there this is something that we're learning as we go we're doing our best to to get it out there we're not you know we, we are we are actively uh trying to make it happen and and we've realized that if we don't um then you know if we could be doing the most epic shit ever and if no one sees it then you know there's no what you know <laughs> no one knows about it so um in us doing this and us putting ourselves out there you know let's go join us let's 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 get on this journey together and uh and and make it happen and and share our learnings as a as a as a collective yeah so on that note, thanks for listening to another episode of the Design on Purpose podcast by Wordplay Studio, me and Rick's, and, <laughs> and we look forward to speaking with you again shortly. And as always, reach out if you've got any ideas on, yeah. um, on topics to cover. Let's go for it. And we're going to have some guests. We've got a whole bunch of guests lined up on the board now. Yeah, and we're going let's to get some of these people we got, like we spoke about today on there and, and – uh, and yeah, and then we've got um, you know if you want to if you want to keep tabs on on what we're doing and some of the stuff that we send out, follow us on Telegram. Uh, it's at Workplace Studio on Telegram, Instagram at Workplace Studio, uh, Design on Purpose at Design on Purpose on Instagram as well, and TikTok and TikTok and um, the Twitter Bird, which we haven't really done too much. Yeah, um, we need to start posting on the Twitter. I was really anti Twitter for a while, but. Let's get on the Twitter. Let's get we back need on to the keep Twitter. Getting on the Twitter, but but of course LinkedIn. We're gonna really start um, focusing on LinkedIn. I think that's where we're gonna add a lot of value. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're you know, like in that kind of space. Um. And that's where a lot of people are kind of looking to learn about you know branding, branding sure. and business and biz. all that kind of stuff. So we will be on LinkedIn more than ever from now on. So stay tuned for that. Mark our words. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of Design on Purpose.